Hey everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast Patreon, which is free. This will be the last free one, everybody, because I get off my Facebook ban on Wednesday, right? The 18th is Wednesday. Yes, indeed. So uh, next weekend, we'll be back on the regular Patreon site. Uh, I can finally log back into my account because uh, I'm dumb. I would encourage all of you to uh, not use your login option as logging in with Facebook. Do it with your email. Your email will always be your email, whether you got a Gmail or Yahoo or anything else that's it's not going away, right? I mean, unless you have like a, you're using your college one, and then when you graduate college, they don't let you keep it. But don't don't use Facebook anymore because, as I have learned, Facebook has absolutely zero problems with putting you in Facebook jail. You can make a silly little joke, and Facebook will be like, "Well, fuck you. We don't like what you're doing." We're going to put you in Facebook jail for 24 days, 7 days, a month, whatever. And there you go. And then as a result, if you're trying to log into any of your other accounts, uh, any of the other sites that you belong to, like Patreon or whatever, uh, you're fucked because it won't let you do it. So don't use Facebook. Use your email. I, I found out I have uh, several other things that I tried to log into that I couldn't because a uh, dumb Facebook. Thankfully, none of it's incredibly vital. Life rolls on. But uh, when you're trying to create something and trying to be funny and uh, get stuff out to people, you're like, ah, fucking criminy Christ. So uh, what are you get? What are you gonna do, right? So don't do that. Uh, Patreon will be figured out. When I get back, when my Facebook account does get back, I'm I am going to let it die. It'll still be there. I'm not going to use it. I just can't use it. Everything will be over on my fan page. I just uh, I'm done with dealing with uh, people who are easily offended by jokes. Uh, again, particularly like jokes that are not uh, racist, sexist, homophobic full of hate in any kind of capacity uh, but because maybe it doesn't fit your uh, narrative or whatever you want because I am opinionated clearly on uh, some things about gun control and politics and whatever leaning to the left but uh, you know what you let shit go I look at guys who lean to the right they say what they want to say and then I move the hell on I don't feel the need to have to comment engage report none of that nonsense because I'm a goddamn fucking adult. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well on this great Saturday, uh, December 14th, 2019. We're almost done with this fucking year. It's been a relatively difficult for year for me, everybody. Cannot lie. Hopefully 2020 will be better. I know the holidays can be shit. They can be shit for a lot of people. Uh, you know, everybody's expecting the holidays to be great. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. And it can be difficult for a variety of reasons. And uh, if it's difficult for you, uh, please, please reach out to someone. Um, 
whether it's a trusted friend or family member. If not, please try to seek out some professional help if you can. Uh, I don't know specific numbers offhand, like uh, if you're feeling a little suicidal, which uh, heaven forbid, don't do that. Uh, there are a lot of uh, suicide hotlines out there that you can call. You can look up in your county, do a quick Google search, whatever county you live in. You probably have a, a CMH, a community mental health, and uh, it's a good place to start, if nothing else. You can contact them, and if they can't help you, uh, they can put you in the right direction. Or maybe you call, um, what is it, uh, 411? Right, 411 is, uh, what is it, not United Way. Is it United Way? Anyway, I think 411 is a hotline that can help you with services as well, too. Uh, hopefully, I don't, I'm not sure if that's in every community or not. I think it is. I think it's a nationwide thing as much as like 911 is. I think 411 is, too. So uh, with that being said, you can, uh, I'll leave it open. You can contact me if you want as well. Uh, it's been a while since I've done social worky stuff. Uh, but I can sit and, and listen. And, uh, you know, it, it, you shoot me a message. and uh, Or we can go get some coffee. I'll give you a fucking Christmas card. Right? Let's, uh, we'll get through this bullshit together, as, as they say. It's the new Christmas uh, thing. It's not uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. It's uh, we'll get through this bullshit together. <laughs> Been at uh, Dr. Grin's the last two nights, uh, Thursday, Friday. We got three shows today. I'm recording this approximately at noon, so probably by the time anyone listens to it, it'll be too fucking late. But there are three shows tonight. There's a 5.30 show, 8 o'clock show, and a 10.30 show. And uh, the 8 o'clock show is sold out. So if you would like to go to a 5.30 or 10.30 show, please do. The Dr. Grins fan page is giving away tickets to both of those shows. So if uh, you go see some comedy for free. You see me, uh, the headliner is Nathan McIntosh, a very funny dude. I actually requested to, to be on this week with him. I like him a whole lot. And uh, Garrett Elzinga, he's the host with the most, as they say, and uh, he's kicking off the whole thing. He's putting out a CD called Bullet Biter, which is in reference to the, the person who goes first on a show, they always say is, uh, you know, jumping on the hand grenade or taking the bullet or whatever, because you're the one who's going up in front of a cold crowd trying to get them on your side, get them ready for comedy and all that nonsense. It's a difficult spot. I did it for 10 years at Dr. Grin's. And uh, there were moments where I really enjoyed it and there were moments where I really fucking hated it. And um, people do say it's the hardest spot. And, uh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. All three spots are different. All three spots have different expectations on a comedy show. And uh, I, I've always found that I was relatively good as the host. You, you get on stage and you just you're you're welcoming, and you try to tell some jokes. And being funny is probably the last thing that you need to be concerned about as a host. A good host is a person who is uh, got some excitement, got some energy. You're welcoming. You're messing around with the crowd a little bit. A little bit of crowd work here or there. It's all right. So. Uh, I liked it, but Garrett's got that CD coming out, the Bullet Biter. I think it's coming out next week. 
So if you're not friends with him on any of the social media stuff, uh, go go check him out. That's Garrett, G-E-R-R-I-T, Elzinga, E-L-Z-I-N-G-A, Garrett Elzinga. Uh, it's a good old uh, Polish name. <laughs> so go do that. Come out to the show if you can. It'll be fun. I've, I've had fun the last three shows. Uh, I'm just goofing around. It's pro- this is probably my last weekend of comedy, at least uh, working. Uh, you know, I'm never going to say never, right? That'd be dumb. It's easy for anybody to get on stage. I can always go do open mics and whatever, but I'm not p- pursuing it anymore. I'm uh, hanging it up, if you will. It's time to move on to other shit and uh, let, let that dream uh, fade into the background. But I've been having fun, and I got some merch, and I'm just telling people, if like, uh, you want to give me money for it, great. If you want to take it for free, great. Merry fucking Christmas. And I've actually gotten some uh, addresses for Christmas cards. I've probably gotten about uh, 10 people or so to give me their address. Random strangers, which I love. I still have 200 Christmas cards to mail out. I mailed out 300. So I'm more than halfway there, but I feel like I'm struggling again because of Facebook. Because in past years, on my regular wall, that's where I've gotten all the addresses to mail out. And um, being banned until Wednesday has made it difficult. So uh, people just don't respond as much to the fan page. They don't respond as much to Twitter. They don't respond as much to Instagram. I don't have that kind of uh, following. Uh, But I'm finding all of social media is bullshit. I'm actually, I've been okay with the ban. Go give yourself uh, give yourself a self-imposed ban on on social media. Ban yourself from Facebook or whatever for like a week. Just do it for like a week and see how your life has probably changed for the better. You're not missing out on much. You're missing out on dumb things. Like I saw some guy just he he posted like, "What's your favorite fruit?" And I understand the concept for that. You're trying to engage with people and whatever. But I'm like, fuck me and fuck your mom. Why why the fuck am I looking at this dumb bullshit? Why is it on my fucking uh, timeline or wall or feed or whatever you want to call it? Maybe I'm just turning into a grumpy old man, but it's as dumb as shit. So when he said, what's your favorite fruit? I wrote Paul Lind. (laughs) No one else took it as a joke like that. Everyone else is putting raspberries, blueberries, seedless grapes, or whatever. I put Paul Lind. If you don't know who Paul Lind is, uh, Paul Lind, very long time ago, he had a guest uh, role or uh, you know, side role on the old TV show Bewitched. He was like, he was the uncle. God, I can't even remember his name. But he also was on uh, Hollywood Squares. He was the center square dude, and he would uh, he would always have funny quips, and he would say things strangely, and he would always kind of allude. This is again the '70s, everybody. He would always kind of allude to the fact that he was probably gay. He never came out and said it because he couldn't fucking come out and say it. But he was the goddamn best. He was very funny, and I thought he was funny when I was a kid. I think he's funny now, but back then. I did not. I did not have the sophistication to understand that the answers that he's given were indicating that this guy sucked cocks. <laughs> and uh, I love Paul Lynn. So when he asked, what, "What's your favorite kind of fruit?" I said, "Paul Lynn," and one person got it. Uh, a lot of these fucking millennials probably have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. But go to. You could probably go to like YouTube 
and find old uh, clips of Paul Lynch. I'm going to do it right now if my computer allows me to do it. No, my computer is going to be fucking dumb as shit. Ah, oh, shit. I hope this won't prevent me from... Oh, wait. it's My computer is um, slow as fuck, as we all know. Um, it kind of does its own thing when it wants. And uh, that's that's okay sometimes when it's just me and, uh, you know, I'm trying to look up whatever. I'm trying to look up YouTube videos of Paul Lynn on my own. But I'm, when I'm actually trying to do it for the podcast, that's not the best kind of thing. So... And, uh, it's not working for me. Here it comes. Uh, there, oh my god. Uh, yeah, here we go. Paul Lynn, Hollywood Square Zingers. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing this, but, uh, let's fucking listen to a little Paul Lynn, Hollywood Zingers, man. This thing hit, it's fucking 23 minutes of him doing. Hollywood Square Zingers, but uh, let's listen to some Paul Lynn, man. Paul Lynn, here we go. Yes, sir. I'll take Paul Lynn again. During the 18th century, it was common for a bride to sell something at her wedding reception to help pay for the cost of the wedding. What did she sell? Uh, her firstborn. <laughs> there is now a travel agency that specializes in nude cruises to Europe. I uh, love watching these old videos from the 70s because just the clothes these fuckers wear, the collar that Paul Lynn has on currently, it is fucking amazing. He could probably, like, cut meat with these things. They look so sharp and so big, these collars. It's crazy. likely you are to take a drink now and then is that why Catherine Coleman slurs her words <laughs> when Laurie Lee Schaefer went through with it she gave it to Carrie Ann Mewson what was it oh Hugh O'Brien Hello! But anyway, uh, go check out Paul Lynn, super funny dude, uh, Fruit. Just so you guys know, too, I'm going to uh, reveal the curtain. We're going to pull it back for you guys. Uh, game shows like this, it was kind of almost like your first reality show, this game show. Because uh, it was scripted as well, right? All, all of the contestants had uh, the, the questions given to them in advance, so that they could quickly prepare an answer. They'd have it there for them. Most of these fucks aren't able to uh, just rip off a, a quick quip like that, right? They, they, they have it hit and be funny. It just it doesn't fucking work that way. Most people don't have it. You ask someone a question on the spot and what with the expectation that they try to be funny, most people are going to freeze, they're going to freeze like a deer in headlights, and uh, they won't be able to do it. So to prevent that, because it's fucking television, they give these people the question beforehand so they can fucking think about it, right? And there you go. So I'm not saying Poland wasn't a funny dude, very funny dude, but uh, yeah, there we go. So Hollywood Squares, I think that's still on the air. I haven't seen a game show in forever. 
I don't even know who the fuck hosts it anymore. You just go through so many people nowadays. It's probably fucking uh, like Alfonso Ribeiro or whatever, the dude from uh, Fresh Prince from Bel Air, Carlton. I think that's what his name was, Alfonso Ribeiro, something like that. What ifs? What ifs? Uh, I mentioned uh, suicide earlier. Uh, it's the time of year. It's the wonderful time to commit suicide. Every time you are awake. Uh, Alright, anyway. Uh, oh, shit! What's going on here? No! Fucking Christ on a cracker. Um, I'm bringing back up suicide because I saw an article today that uh, one of my boys, a dude that I like a shit ton contemplated uh taking his own life i'm like no say it ain't so and it was uh my main man huey lewis thought about killing himself because he had been diagnosed with a hearing loss permanent hearing loss or was going to get uh, progressive to the point where he probably wouldn't be able to hear a shit ton and when you're a singer you kind of you need to be able to hear shit so uh He's talking about the medical diagnosis, and he goes, this has ruined everything, as he pointed to his ears during interview this month with Whitefish Review. What the fuck is Whitefish Review? That sounds like the kind of magazine that you would pick up at a five and dime in Billings, Montana. I picked up myself a new copy of the Whitefish Review. Learning about fucking rods, reels, got myself some uh, wigglers, go out and catch myself some whitefish. But continuing, uh, good old Huey, this has absolutely ruined everything. I try not to let it get me down. In the first two months of this, I was suicidal. I can honestly share that with you. I thought, shit, I'm going to commit suicide. I actually contemplated my desire demise you know like pills i figured pills were the easiest way to go look huey you fucking pussy be a man shoot yourself in the face be a, a, an american from billings montana and shoot yourself in the face like a man what a, but pills no that's not good huey don't kill yourself all right uh, Lewis reveal, revealed in April 2018 that he was being treated for an inner ear disorder called Meniere's disease, which causes vertigo, ringing in the ears, and hearing loss that comes and goes. The front man of Huey Lewis in the news, who was still regularly touring with his band at the time, canceled all future shows. He explained that his condition kept him from hearing music well enough to sing because the frequencies were distorted. And that's just fucking awful. You know, this is a guy who, this is his entire life, was built upon singing and, and now it's over um it doesn't say how old he is i imagine huey's gotta be in his late 60s early 70s he just it's good and that's so fucking depressing to me when these people who were like rock stars to me when i was a teenager are now just fucking old grandpas right it's just fucking when I saw Hall and Oates, and they still put on a killer show, but I'm like, going, these they're they're mid seventies, these fucks. Because I'm like, they're wa they're walking around like they're old men, and I'm like, oh fuck, they are old men. They're supposed to walk like this. 
they probably shouldn't be up there rocking out, but uh, somehow they they probably on steroids or some shit, Viagra, and now they got the energy to fucking walk out there and uh, sing some tunes, man, man eater. Well, awful. I feel bad for Huey. I don't know what he's doing. So uh, these days, he often copes with his diagnosis by retreating into a cocoon, reading more than ever, and relying on hearing aids, which sometimes help. There are exceptions. He told the interviewers that he enjoyed a fishing trip with uh, neighbors to do two days before meeting with them. So maybe, yeah, maybe that is the whole fucking whitefish review shit. We had a great day on the river and everything. I had fun, Lewis said. I couldn't hear anything, but I had fun. People say, well, it doesn't affect your golf game or it doesn't affect your whatever, but it really does. It affects everything. And when my hearing is good, it feels so good to have good hearing. I just thank my lucky stars and just hope and pray that it stabilizes, which it never does. I'm assuming, I don't know if that has anything to do with you're just, you know, inundated with loud music all the time. You know, you're singing, you got the uh, monitors and the, uh, the speakers and everything that's blaring music. And I imagine, yeah, a lot of musicians have tinnitus or whatever hearing disorders as a result. So, but hopefully, uh, Huey figures the shit out. Hopefully he figures like what else he can do with your life. I mean, when you have something like when your life and your career revolve around something specifically and then you can no longer do it. Yeah, that's fucking tragic. You know, that would be like um, a football player who loses a leg or something, you know, fucking uh, Lamar Jackson, the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Actually, is a really good runner too, as well as a quarterback. But if he were to like lose a leg, like fuck, your football career is over. That doesn't mean that your life as a human being is over. So then you have to reinvent yourself, go out there and do whatever it is that you uh, need to do that gives your life purpose. So hopefully, Huey can find some purpose, man. Maybe I should send him a fucking Christmas card and tell him to, that, that he can get his shit together. And uh, we, we can get through the shit together, Huey. In, in the name of Christmas, we'll get through the shit together. <laughs> so, uh, T&P to Huey Lewis. I wonder what that means for the news. There is not one single person listening to this who can name me a band member from the news. You can't. You can't do it. It's like Prince and the Revolution. You don't fucking know anybody in the Revolution. It's always the, the person, the, the lead singer, and then whatever the fuck, these guys are easily replaced. This guy plays bass, and bass players are a dime a dozen. So uh, what does that mean for the news? Probably nothing, because they're all in their 70s too, and they're like, fuck, I'm, we're glad to be off the road. No, we can just go fishing too, Huey. Oh. But good for Huey. Uh, we're going to stick with the Christmas shit. Uh, I've said before, I love, I do, I love Christmas. I love the Christmas cards. It, it's great. I love sending them out. I love Christmas music. I love Christmas movies. It's fantastic. And they are doing something really cool here in town. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, hold on. Let me pull this shit up here. Uh, a lot of people like doing their own lights, right? 
some people get fucking crazy with lights, like the whole like Clark Griswold kind of thing of like way too many fucking lights. And they do displays, and there's things flashing, and then maybe they're playing some music, and it's all fucking super cool. But there is a family here in town that uh, they're putting on a light display, and they're raising some money for a good cause. Uh, they are raising money. Uh, his name is uh, Mike McCardle. He lives in Comstock Park. That's the north of Grand Rapids. He, uh, over on Dana Street, does it give the address here? Yeah, they do. 311 Dana Street in Comstock Park. Go check this shit out. They even have their own radio network, 88.7, so it'll be playing music. You can listen to music in your car as you're watching the light display. Because so many of these things, they sync up the lights to music, so it's pretty, pretty fucking sweet. But what they're doing is uh, they're also raising money for uh, the Autism Family Network. I don't know what the fuck that is, but uh, they're raising money for it. And it says, uh, McCarl says you don't have to pay to see his display because, yeah, it's on the fucking road. You have the freedom to drive down that road anytime you want. But they're saying if you want to make a donation, you can. And it's kind of the same thing with my merch that I've been doing this week. I'm like, hey, if you want something for free, take it. If you want to give me something, give me something. And uh, some people have given me a ridiculous amount of money. And last night, I had a shit ton of people take shit for free. Whatever. It equals out. It equals out. I'm cool. I'm actually ahead of the game. I know in my lifetime, I've made more money off of merch than lost. So I'm 100% cool with kind of giving the shit away. I want people who, who would like it and uh, it's a little rubber bracelet thing, and if they'll wear it, even better. But if you want to uh, go check it out, go do it. The the McCardles over there on Comstock Park, 311 Dana Street. That'd be pretty sweet if they did play some 311 music from the band 311. I don't know when, I don't know too much of their songs, but if they had a Christmas song by 311, that'd be pretty awesome. And uh, give some money. Give them a couple bucks. Give them like a dollar. Give them a fucking dollar something right and there you go you're helping out the uh, autism family network which it just seems weird that sounds like a, a very awful awful television station that you'd find on cable you're watching the autism family network huh but well, go do it and uh also uh i'm saying this too uh my buddies uh the lumens Don and Missy Lumen, they also do a wicked, wicked, super cool light display over at their house. They actually have, uh, they've taken over their neighbor's yards. They live, they don't necessarily like live in country, but uh, there's, they, they live on this kind of a, more of a highway type place out in country type area. And uh, there's just a spot where there's three homes. There was them and their two neighbors. And I guess their neighbors like, yeah, fuck, whatever. We don't give a shit. Christmas time. They put on a great uh, display of lights as well. They actually have a, a Facebook fan page for their lights. The Luminaries. That's uh, L-O-O-M-A-N-A-R-I-E-S. Luminaries. Pretty sweet uh, play on words there, right? Luminary. Lights. Right? But they spell their name Lumen. L-O-O-M-A-N. Pretty cool. But they do it also over uh, at their house. They live at uh, 13880 Ironwood Drive Northwest. 
and that's Grand Rapids, Michigan. Go check them out as well, too. They have it so you can listen to music as well, too. So this is a thing. And I do know Don and Missy. Uh, Don is a very talented guy with his hands. Uh, he made, he does uh, bags, you know, the, the, the yard game bags where it's got, you got this wooden like plank thing with a hole in it. You throw bean bags in it. And uh, he made some of those uh, for me with the uh, Buffalo Bills logo on it. So it's pretty sweet. Good for Don. And then uh, Missy, she works for a heating company, Shasma Heating, which are the fuckers that uh, came and worked on my furnace. So uh, so good for them. But uh, go check them out. The Luminaries, again, if you live in Grand Rapids or West Michigan area, uh, 13880 Ironwood Drive Northwest, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Or at least go check out their fan page. And that shit, I think they go through at least the new year. And I know Missy talked to me about how they were planning on going to Vegas, the two of them, Missy and Don, were, for like a Christmas show. I guess they have these conventions for people who put on their own light shows at their houses. And it gives them tips on how to do it, and it probably has vendors selling equipment and a computer stuff, because you got to play the music through the computer so it links up to the lights. So it's pretty intricate. And they put a lot of time and energy into it. They also they give out like candy canes and stuff too. So uh, I, I don't know if they're actually going to raise money. They're very invested in Gilda's Club. I've called Don the mayor of uh, Laughest because he's uh, like at every show either watching or volunteering. So uh, very cool people. Don and Missy Lumen. Go check out their light display if you do live uh, here in West Michigan. Or again, uh, go check out that uh, the Autism Family Network over there at uh, 311 Dana and Comstock Park. Woo, woo, woo! Uh, there is another light thing that um, you're probably going, oh man, Stu, you probably really like that a whole lot. Uh, you probably think it's the greatest of all time. Well, let me tell you something first, right? Uh, where is this shit? Uh, this is happening in... Uh, where the fuck is it? I think it's in California. Where the fuck is it? It's not telling me. I'm not seeing it right off the bat. But there's this woman, young lady, 24-year-old lady. Her name is Shelby Gash. What a fucking awful name. She had to have taken a lot of uh, ribbing when she was a kid. Your last name is Gash? Jesus Christ, Gash. But what she did, uh, she put some Christmas lights on her house. That's pretty sweet. She's in the spirit, 24-year-old. She's got her house. But she didn't do it like normal people would. Uh, she did. She created something a little goofy, a little weird, a little strange. Let's play the video clip here. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Maybe spinning wheel of death here. I think the biggest thing is it has everything. Commercial with a fucking Patrick Mahomes. Hold on a minute. Fucking Pat Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterbacks. Relatively pretty wife, but uh, it's too wicked skinny. All right, here we go. Santa's going to see more than a chimney on the roof of one Lenexa home when he flies in on his sleigh. What do you think it looks like? Well, it looks like a <laughs> What they're saying, everybody, they're bleeping it out, but what he's saying is cock or dick or wang or uh, Peeny or Johnson or whatever. This 24-year-old gash of a woman has put a huge cockerito on her roof with Christmas lights. You know, a man's private parts. Until now, Marcelo and Christy Vergara... 
I haven't seen the display that's lighting up some people in their Whispering Hills neighborhood. Well, it's certainly a statement. I don't know to what, but probably not appropriate. And we're blurring it to keep it PG-13. Questions surrounded the monstrosity sitting on this roof formed by 60 feet of lights. Could it be a guitar? Maybe a funky sleigh. The neighborhood's kind of like vibes kind of gone down because everyone's kind of uptight, so it's more of kind of an honoriness. We asked the creator, 24-year-old Shelby Gash, what is... Honoriness? What 24-year-old uses the term honoriness? And I also want to know, it's a pretty nice house. What kind of fucking 24-year-old owns a house? Are you 24 and own a house? When I was 24, I had no fucking desire to own a house. I never understand these young people and th like the adult things that they do. And maybe that's telling me that I've never had been an adult and probably will never be an adult. But when I hear a 24 year old owns a fucking house and uses words like onerous, I worry for, I worry for the future. <laughs> Is it a giant glowing at first, neighbors got a kick out of it. I don't know what I would have done if I would have driven. I probably would have wrecked my car. Laughing. Laughing. And that's what Shelby intended. People think it's hilarious. People are stopping in the middle of the night taking photos and laughing. People think it's so much fun. I think there's a lot more laughter than it's bringing out anything uncomfortable, you know. But then neighbors were turned off by the image. It's a joke that wears out pretty quick. It's a joke, yeah, and I don't think it's appropriate for the kids. Yeah. The lights lasted only four days, not as long as Shelby anticipated. Sorry if this was actually really bothering people. I'm just trying to make a laugh. After hearing how it might upset neighbors with young children, Gash decided it best to unplug and take the lights down on this display. Reagan Porter, Fox 4 News. Thanks, Reagan. Ah. Uh... Yeah, no, I'm, no, I don't want this. Hold on, hold on. Technical difficulty. Boom, shut up. Uh, so, Stu, what are your opinions on this? Uh, yeah, it's a joke that, for me, lasts about 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Now, like, if I was a homeowner, um, I would not want a giant penis on my house. And uh, if I was in the neighborhood, I don't think I'd want any of my neighbors to have a giant penis on their house. Uh, it's just a spectacle. It's it's funny for a second. And then, like, as the neighbor said, it goes away pretty quickly. And I know you're going, eh, Stu, you talk about dicks all the time on, on the stage. And I'm like, yes, it's there for, like, a second. I say it for a second. It doesn't last all fucking day and all through the night. And people aren't driving through my neighborhood looking to take pictures of the joke that I said. Uh, it's a little much, right? Now, if I also wrote something like, uh, uh, let's put ass on pizza because millennials will eat ass, you know, or something. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Put that in Christmas lights on my on my house. Like, oh, I'm just doing it for laughs. This neighborhood's uptight. Well, who the fuck are you to tell me that my neighborhood's uptight? Bitch. Gash. Fucking Shelby. Gash. So, uh, again, I don't know where this was. It wasn't in the what neighborhood it was. I think it was in California. Uh, Lenexa. Again, that doesn't even tell me there. Uh, sorry, buddy. I don't know where the hell it was from. Don't know where she put her penis jokes up or her penis uh, Christmas lights up, but uh, whatever. Uh, it's funny to me, too, that they blurred it on TV and they blurred the fact 
they blocked out, they bleeped people saying penis or cock or dick or whatever. I'm like, God damn, man. That that part of me, I'm also like, it's they're just words. Fuck, there's words. Like there is, um, th- I hadn't planned on talking about this. There was a um, football player on the New York Giants. I think he was a defensive back, and apparently he was going back and forth on Twitter with a, a, a fan or whatever, or troll probably. And uh, I never saw the actual tweet, but apparently he called the person a retard, uh, and I think he meant that in a way of like you're just you're fucking dumb as shit, and. Um, you know, he said it in the heat of the moment, and he got uh, he got let go. The, the Giants were like, "Well, we can't have this," and he got let go. And uh, maybe that's just a straw that broke the camel's back. But I'm like, "Fuck, you're going to fucking um, let someone go because you called a troll on the internet a retard?" I just I find that weird to me that you can lose your job because, particularly, like he's a football player. He's not a politician. He's not a teacher. He's just a, a he's a he's a retarded football player. I can't lie, buddy. I think it was Thursday night. I was talking with the crowd when I was on stage, and someone was just being. Oh, uh, I remember what it was. Uh, I was telling them about my college degrees, and someone else was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a sociology major." I'm like, "Do you have a degree in anything else?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I got a philosophy degree." And I said, "Oh, you're a fucking retard." And uh, and everybody laughed, and we all had a good time because it was a joke, and people understood that it was a joke. I mean, I don't know about the New York Giants football player. He meant it in more of an aggressive way of, like, you fucking idiot, except instead of idiot, he said retard. It's, it's just weird to me, right? And I understand that the world's changing, and the R word is a word that we should no longer be using, right? Like, we can't say the F word anymore, and I don't mean fuck. The other F word. We can't go around using that word. And I can't lie, everybody. Uh, It's one of my favorite words. I call my friends that. I won't go out in public and call people this. I won't go out and call people that or say that or this, that. But I'm like, hey, what's up, you big fag? It's just funny. And is it wrong? Yes, I get it. 100%. I probably shouldn't say it. But I think it's funny. It's like a term of endearment almost. And I know it's dumb. But I'm dumb. I'm a dumb comic, and I don't mean anything by it. God damn. We all do dumb things that we probably don't share, and I probably shouldn't have shared that. But whatever. This is a podcast that you guys get for free. Well, technically, this shouldn't have been for free. This should have been on the Patreon. <laughs> that uh, My 20 listeners, I've lost four people. Damn it, I've lost like a sixth of my people. They're tired of the nonsense. I can't blame you. I do. The 20 of you who pay for this nonsense, thank you very much. I'm going to buy a new piece of equipment that hopefully will make this podcast sound a little better. So, But uh, don't put dicks on your roof and don't say the R word and don't say the F word. Life will be a whole lot easier for you, okay? Yes, okay, all right, okay. Uh, sticking with Christmas again? Because Christmas time's almost here. Um, there's more articles. I know last time I uh, I talked about uh, Christmas songs and stuff. There's an, uh, an, an, a Who is Grinchy and Grand Rapids is apparently, or the state of Michigan is apparently Grinchy. 41st in, out of the 50 states, I mean Grinchy. 
Apparently, though, there was a study here on what our favorite movies were uh, in each state. And uh, apparently, looking at this uh, chart, A Christmas Story is probably the most favorite Christmas song or Christmas movie in the country. And it is the favorite one here in the state of Michigan. I don't mind it. I don't mind A Christmas Story. Uh, is it in my top 10? Probably not. But there it is. And again, I'll always state because it's fucking on all day, every day on like TBS or whatever. And it just burns you out, right? Like I would get burned out from uh, Die Hard, right? I love Die Hard. But if you were to play it all day, every day on Christmas, uh, I would be like, fuck, uh, fuck Die Hard. Uh, fuck John McClane. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the bad guy on this this time around. So, but there it is. Uh, they said uh, this is from a survey from House Method, which I don't understand what that is. Um, Elf was super popular. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Die Hard Two. It's a Wonderful Life. A bunch of them. So. They did ask, though, a lot of people are like, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I love to say that it is. If you don't believe that it is, fine. What do I care? But they said uh, 37% of Michiganders and 41% of Americans say that it is a Christmas movie. Well, there you go. Thank, thank you very much, people of uh, the world. Uh, th this is there was another streaming site that said, "Oh, we're doing our own thing." And their analysis, I think, is dumb as shit. It's called Streaming Observer, and they use data from Rotten Tomatoes, Google Trends, and other public sources to determine each state's top choice. And Michigan, according to Streaming Observer, our favorite Christmas movie is Holiday Inn, and I call bullshit. Um, okay, because I know on the last podcast or two, I've talked about how. It's not a good movie. Bing Crosby wears blackface. So uh, Bing Crosby is a, a, a child beater and a racist. I just didn't like the movie. There's some songs in it that are good. But fuck me on the whole. And I never see. I'm almost 50 years old. And I never seen Holiday Inn up until like a week ago. Jeepers Christ. Give me fucking. I'd rather watch like Gremlins. Black Christmas. Or Reindeer Games. I cannot find reindeer games that movie with ben affleck now i know that that movie uh gets awful ratings i saw it in the theater though when it came out probably the early 2000s it's a weird action heist movie where i think they're trying to rip off a casino at christmas time and uh i just remember liking it a whole lot but uh, i can't find it streaming anywhere so uh if you guys have it let me know. I want to watch fucking Reindeer Games. Is that movie fucking... Uh, maybe I'll go back and be like, oh, fuck, it is shit. But, uh, yeah, no, I'll tell you that uh, Holiday Inn is shit. Don't, don't watch it. I don't understand. People had their panties all up in a bunch about uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, the song. We can't play it. It's canceled. Canceled. We're canceling it. We got to protect the children. Think of the children. Well, fucking, why aren't have people not seen Holiday Inn? Fuck, they'll freak the fuck out. That movie is a fucking crazy ass movie. So don't watch that. Um, and let's—is there one more thing that I got here? No, I think that's it. So I think that's it. I'm done, everybody.
Uh, 45 minutes in or so. There we go. No commercials. I don't have any sponsors. This would be the Patreon anyway, so you'd be paying for this. You'll pay for it next week. So if you like this, if you think this content's any good, which I can't blame you if you don't, but if you do like it, uh, please join the Patreon. It's just five bucks a month. I would go less. I actually, I would make it pay what you want, but uh, Patreon doesn't seem to have that option, which is weird to me. Because I'd be fine if someone just gave me... I'd, I'd be cooler with 40 people giving me a dollar a month than, uh, you know, 20 people giving me five. I'd rather have more listeners and not necessarily worry about the money. The money's nice. I know I'm not getting rich. This isn't going to pay for anything. Paying for things like my comedy life was paying for things. But, uh, but do that for me. That'd be great. But uh, we'll always have the freebies on Mondays and Thursdays. Don't forget the polls, everybody. We got the Twitter poll up right now for your favorite Christmas song. A couple of them are really close. Like for a while, one was even at like 50-50 after like three days. So if you haven't voted, go over to the Twitter page. It's just Elemental Podcast on Twitter and go vote. Please do that. And then we'll update it on uh, Monday night. It'll be great. Uh, Jason should be back. Jamie should be back. And uh, we'll go. We'll go from there. So, uh, you guys were wonderful. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll see you at the shows tonight. And uh, that's it. Take care. Have a good weekend. We're gonna get through this bullshit together, everybody. All right. See you. Get up.